Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever and however you're listening. Welcome to another episode of Hip Hop and Politics. I am one of three hosts, Marquise Lupton, along with... Nicole Teal. And of course... Sophie Romain. And we have a great guest with us today, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, one of the most, uh, I would say, uh, renowned physical fitness um, entrepreneurs in our city. Definitely. Um, Inspiring figures. Right. Please get off your couches right now. Don't let him see you on your couches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Boot Camp 900 himself, Luis Miranda. What's going on? Excited to be here. Oh, glad to have you, brother. Glad to have you. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to get into uh, his story. We're going to get into um, exactly what you need to do to stay physically fit in 2018. Not just uh, uh, mind and spirit, but also the body. So, uh, we're going to deep dive into those things and get right back into it. Are you going to listen to some music first? And then we're going to get to the topics. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Hip Hop and Politics. Call me the boogie down black bomber. Osama, the rap gang, that's a problem. Open up on anybody, even if they ballin'. No, they not. Not with me up on the court, but if you want to take a shot, ay. Uh, take, take a shot. Not with me up on the court, but if you want to take a shot, ay. Uh, take a shot, not with me up on the court, but if you wanna take a shot, not with me up on the court, but if you wanna take a shot, show me what you got, cause y'all don't ever come with nothing hot. I was out there moving weight about the motherfucking spot, but now I'm pushing CDs in up and down the block. Cause my people need these, I won't ever fucking stop. I feel like the DC superhero of the block. I was highly anticipated right before the drop. But when I sign, hey, watch the whole fucking world stop. When I grind, hey, I be trying to turn it up a notch. And if she fine, hey, baby, show me what that tongue about. What it is, baby, hey, that be the motherfucking kid mad as hell. But he sad like he don't know what he did. Is it bad that my dad left me as a young kid? I was sad, I was mad. I did not give a shit Then I turned into a man by the shit that I done did Now I turned into a trapper cause I'm out here killing shit Oh shit, wait a minute, I can't even fuck with this Y'all know that I been forever, man Get up on my level, man I just had to kill it, put the pedal to the metal, man I want this forever, man Y'all don't even know Call me the boogie down black bomber Osama, the rap game, that's a problem Open up on anybody, even if they ballin' No, they not not with me up on the court, but if you wanna take a shot. Not with me up on the court, but if you wanna take a shot. Not with me up on the court, but if you wanna take a shot. Call me the boogie down black bomber. Osama, the rap game, that's a problem. I'm the boogie down black bomber. I just want a little change like I'm Obama. Uh, 20 inch blades on the Impala. Uh, I just wanna, I just wanna be a baller. Mama told me I could do it if I worked harder. So I got myself a team, now we all charged up. Uh, ain't nothing rude if I put it all up. I'm just confident that I'm about to fuck it all up. All this hot shit, yeah, that's really fucking all us. Flow faction in this bitch, I'm about to put a all up and if your song doing bad, yeah, you should've called us. I don't mean to really brag, but you should've called us. And you know I wanna be a baller, shot caller. And even though I'm cheap, baby, we can hit the mall up. Buy a couple things that's gonna probably get them all up. This is not a game, but 
but maybe we should ball up Cause lately I've been hearing that you think that you can test me on the mic Like I don't really wouldn't put up no fight But bitch I'm all gas, I don't see no red lights So I'm driving down the lane, bitch you better swerve right I feel like LeBron James when I'm about to take flight But I'm way less athletic and my hairline is tight Call me Boogie Down Black Bomber, Osama The rap game, that's a problem Call me the Boogie Down Black Bomber, Osama The rap game, that's a problem Open up on anybody, even if they ballin' No, they not, not with me up on the corporate If you want to take a shot Not with me up on the corporate If you want to take a shot Not with me up on the corporate If you want to take a shot Call me the Boogie Down Black Bomber, Osama The rap game, that's a problem And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, have your music uh, entered onto uh, Hip Hop and Politics and any of our nine shows, <laughs> you can uh, uh, e- email us at uh, TCP Network 254. Yes, TCP has a Gmail now. Uh, TCP underscore. Uh, TCP underscore network uh, 254 at gmail.com uh, to have your music entered in. So to get right into it uh nina you have some uh questions for our guest i wanted to start off with what do you think is the number one excuse for why people aren't taking a more proactive approach to their physical health i mean there's many different excuses that people that people use um the 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 one i get a lot that people give me is i'm i'm too busy Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. literally, that's that's um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like the number one uh, excuse that uh, everyone you know, or I have a family, or I don't have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the number one is I'm too busy, or or I don't I, I don't want to wake up early. Mm-hmm. You know, my sleep's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but the number one is um too busy how do you answer that usually yeah yeah what's your rebuttal to that 24 hours in the day you can't sit there and tell me that you're doing something every single hour plain and simple there's no way you're not you're not there's no way you can incorporate health and fitness into your life no matter if it's five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes 30 minutes or to an hour's tops you can do it there's Mm -hmm. no excuse i once um heard a lady who was like commenting when I worked in the corporate world about like, oh, you're lucky you can go to the gym, you can work out because you don't got kids. I got kids. They got soccer, this, that Mm -hmm. and the other. And telling me she doesn't have time. Mm -hmm. And I remember and I couldn't say this to her, but I remember her having a conversation with me just days before talking about how she spends two hours on Pinterest. And I'm <laughs> there thinking, there's your gym yeah, time there you <laughs> right no, there. So what are yeah. you devoting? Mm. At least to me, when I don't go to the gym, I know that I'm I'm giving something else importance over that, be it my laziness mm. or, you know, stress or whatever. Mm. I'm putting something over my fitness. Mm. Mm. oh man that you know that's that's a that's a big that's a big uh question there um i just how can i explain it without uh, <laughs> offending anyone well tell us um, what your da- t- tell us what your day what your day is like my day 
Because right. we, we know you have to have some strong time management skills mm-hmm. um, to achieve all you have. My day my day starts at 4 a.m. You know, um, uh, starts at 4 a.m., but I'm up like around 3.15, 3.30 uh, so I can get my prayer in. So I, I, I pray at least for like a half an hour. Um, and then after I pray uh, for like a half an hour, you know, just to present myself to God and, 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 and making sure that I got coverage, you know, throughout my entire day, you know, that he's there with me. Um, and then after that, you know, I head to the gym like around 4.30 and then my first client's at 5 a.m. So I have clients from wow. 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. And then after I'm done there, then I go home, shower, get dressed. At 8.30, I need to be at work. Um and from 8.30 to 4.30, I'm working. From 4.30, I'd say 4.30, 4.45, I have my next client, which is until 5.30. Then I'll sit there and have um, boot camp, mm-hmm. which I have the boot camp classes. And that's from 6.30 to 7.30. After that, I have clients from 7.30 to 9.30, almost 10.30 at night. And then right there is my day. And then, of course, I have a family. I have a girlfriend and you know um, that I have to attend to and make sure that you know she's taken care of. So I spend some time with her. So I normally don't get into bed till like 1 a.m. or 2 o'clock in the morning to do it again at 4 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Every single day. Wow. And then, you know, not to add the Saturdays, I normally do Saturdays from 6 to 10 a.m. We um we have a uh, question already from uh from the audience. Uh, Bonnie, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, she says, "How can you lose weight without losing the booty?" It, to be honest, um, tell them. To be honest, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. You know, um, it has to do with your eating. You know, um, your 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 body structure, the way you look, the body type that you have, it, it won't disappear. You know, um. You, you, there, it's impossible unless you're doing some suicidal cardio sessions, you know, at the gym on the treadmill, you know, that I don't recommend. I would at least recommend to do at least twice a week of a, a, a of a treadmill work, uh, which is cardio. Um, but to be honest, it starts in the kitchen. It, it starts with uh, uh, portioning your food um, and, and being specific and being intentional with what you eat. Um, I would always recommend not to eat past 730 because if you have a slow metabolism, um, you are easily, uh, you know, you're going to gain weight easy. You're going to mm. gain weight easy. Um, if you have a fast metabolism, you know, uh, you need to eat more, you know, uh, to gain that. So here it goes. It goes, you eat more, you lose. Mm-hmm. You eat less, you gain. Really? Um, yes, yes. And there's a lot of people that, that'll sit there, eat breakfast, won't eat till like 8 o'clock at night. So what happens when that occurs? Your body enters into a panic mode. So whatever you eat, it starts to store it. Oh, it starts wow. to store it. It starts to store it. And over time, you know, in a blink of an eye, boom, you've gained 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's very, 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 it's crucial. It's very important that that you meal prep, that you yeah, that you uh, meal proportion your meals. You know, and if you don't know how, you know, how to proportion, use your fist. You know, your fist can tell you, you know, real simple how to uh, portion your food. If there's anything above that fist, you need to skim it out. You know, um, <laughs> basically eat like if you would be feeding your child. Okay. Literally. We um <clears throat> we have another question, uh, which is one of the reasons why we uh, brought you on. Um, Joshua Hunter. Josh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. He says, how that's much that, is... That's bro, bro. Oh, oh all right. He, he wants bro. to know, uh, how much is a monthly pass? <laughs> he needs to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him it's for free. Tell him he can come for free. All he right. needs to show oh, up. Uh. All right. 
okay. He needs to get there. He knows the deal. Well, now there's no excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. He knows the deal. In front yeah, of thousands, Josh. Right. You just, yeah. Really? <laughs> he just, yeah. I'm going to get you for that. You need to show up. <laughs> so then, um, so then let's, uh, let, let's go, um, let's dig, um, back into your past and, mm-hmm. and what got you, um, involved? Why did you create Boot Camp uh, 900? What makes Luis today uh, from experiences from yesterday? Oh, man, guys going well. It's like opening a wound again. Mm. Mm. Yeah, We won't um, pour salt in it, though. Yeah, no, we won't. No, I hear you. Um, well, uh, what can I say? You know, uh, I was, I was, I was, uh, uh, Wow, I I don't even know how to start. That's just a well. That's I a guess big, then um, specifically, where in your life did you get the determination to do that day that you described? Yeah, when did you know you needed a change? <sighs> um, all right. So, I was raised by a single mom. I had a I had a stepdad. Um, that that was uh, that was very harsh. You know, I was physically, mentally, verbally abused um, by this man. You know, I love him. You know, I forgave him. You know, I love him to death. You know, but you know, as a child, you know, um, I went through it. You know, I I definitely say that I never had a childhood. Um, it was very very tough on me. Um, literally, I didn't have a childhood, plain and simple. Um, you know, and this man put fear in my heart. Mm. You know, put fear in my heart, and um, you know, my mom endured that pain for 15 years. You know, she endured that pain for 15 years and um, she she said enough is enough. So we ended up moving uh, to the Hill Rise Projects, you know, uh, I think I was like 15, 16. And, um, you know, as we transitioned into that, that new journey in our lives, you know, uh, my mother became a single parent, you know, so she had to work longer hours, you know, she had to provide for me and um, my three sisters. So it was just her providing you know, um, it, it was so crazy that, you know, this 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 guy, you know, who is my stepdad that I love, you know, dearly, you know, and uh, we had to leave in the middle of the night, you know, home. You know, we had to leave while he was working, you know, because we didn't know, you know, how he would react if my mother did it in front of him. That's how, mm-hmm. you know, dangerous the situation was. That's how deep, you know, um, we were in. Um, but we ended up moving into the Hill Rise Projects. Um, and, and then as we transitioned into that, you know, new journey, uh, my mom found herself working longer hours, you know, so she really didn't have time for me, you know. Um, and it's not, you know, nothing bad. It was just she was trying to provide, you know, and I understood that, you know. I, but, you know, as a 15, 16-year-old, you know, I, you kind of needed, you know, that some type attention. of support. Yeah, some mm-hmm. attention. And you needed, uh, you know, mom and dad. You know, I, I didn't have a dad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was raised, you know, alone with my mom and, you know, uh as that occurred, you know, the streets became attractive and they became uh, very, very welcoming, very mm. welcoming. You know, the streets taught me how to survive, taught me how to make money, you know, uh, taught me how to earn my respect. You know, I had friends, you know, um, that, that I love dearly now, you know, um, that at that time were like a parent to me, you know, um, were like a parent to me and, and showed me the ropes. 
Do you um, think at the time you thought it sort of alleviated that fear? In oh your my, heart? yes, yes. It actually empowered me. Mm. You know, um, it actually, you know, the streets empowered me. Mm. You know, um, and it did take that that fear away. You know, as I roamed the streets and mm. I did what I, what I wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh, but through all that, you know, as I as I as I sit there and and roamed the streets, you know, I ended up uh, finding myself in front of a judge. You know, I ended up getting in trouble and finding myself in front of a judge who. Uh, who said that I was a career criminal and that I should be locked away for the rest of my life, you know, um, and just hearing my mother weeping and my sisters, you know, in the back, you know, just hearing me. I, I mean, back then, you know, I, I, I don't got no hair, you know, back then I had a lot of hair, you know, and um, I just remember like if it was yesterday, you know, I, I came in shackles and, you know, this guy who knew nothing of me. You know, um, this judge, you know, that, that, that should have been uplifting me and trying to encourage, you know, me to do better, um, actually kind of wanted me to fall in through the cracks and sit there and tell me that, you know, he wanted to lock me up, I guess, for him to prove a point, you know. Um, but, you know, verdict was said. I ended up going away, you know, and that was my motivation right there, you know. Um, that was my motivation, you know, that guy, that judge that sat there and said to me that, you know, you wasn't going to make it, you know, uh, you, you, you're, you're a career criminal, which, what? Like, you know, no, I wasn't. I just chose a different route, you know, uh, born and raised in, in, in church, you know, my mother, great morals, respect, you know, I, I was, you know, she taught me respect. She taught me everything I needed to do to survive, you know, and she's always told me, you know, no matter what, you know what I'm saying, uh, under no circumstances, you know, are you to ever think that you can never be somebody, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I just chose a different route. So throughout, fr from that you know, my motivation arose, you know, from that, you know, from that judge, you know, I said, okay, I did my time, you know, and, and during that time, I sit there and I said, you know, um, hell no, you know, uh, that's not me, you know, that's not me, you know, I, I, I'm going to do this time, you know, I've been through the juvenile system, through the adult system, you know, I did all that, you know, and then I said, you know what, I'm going to do this, you know, and uh, there came a time when I told my mom, you know, I said, uh, mom, you got to stop coming to visit me. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, mom, you need to come. You need you need to stop, you know, and she said, why? I was like, I won't be able to do my time, you know, if you come visit me, mm -hmm. you know, um, I needed to kind of get away from the world. You know, I kind of had to take mm -hmm. the, take family, friends, you know, like people, places. And yeah. Things. Yeah. I had to take it away. Mm -hmm. I had to take it away in order for me to sit there and focus, you know, and, and just really just adapt to the situation where I was at, because if I didn't. I would have gone crazy. Mm -hmm. I would have yeah. gone crazy because I've never experienced that. You know, I was young. I was 17 years old. Wow. You know, wow. I've never experienced that. You know, so to experience that, to to have somebody tell you what to do, when to eat, when to sleep, when to wake up, you know, uh, being locked up like 24, you know, uh, hours of your day. You know, it, it, it's, <laughs> I don't recommend that for nobody, right. you know. Um, but I went through that at the age of 17. And um, like I said, from that, from all that, you know, my motivation arose and I ended up falling in, in love with fitness in there. I couldn't do nothing else. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up falling in love with fitness and then I eventually came out. Um, when I came out, that, that spark was in me, you know. Um, it, it was on and off at the time. It was on and off at the time. But then I, I kind of adapted to it and I got better at it. I got better at it. I started to teach myself. I got better at it, better at it. And I said, hmm, I got something here. You know, I got something here, and what I've learned, I can sit there and implement it and help others, mm -hmm. you know, um, with this. Uh, and so, you know, at the time, you know, uh, right there, right now, I'm a convicted felon. We're talking about I'm a convicted felon. Uh, I got five felonies. 
You know, mm-hmm. as right now, currently, I have five felonies. I'm a convicted felon. You know, on paper, the white man sees me. They don't want to give me no opportunity. Right. I'm a convicted felon. Mm-hmm. You know, let's keep it real. Um, and we'll talk about how, you know, all that a little bit, you know, um, down um, as I continue to tell you guys. But then I had this girl, right? I started to, like, promote the, the, a boot camp class. Started to promote this boot camp class, and, and, I, and I would do it for free just to get the exposure out. Um, and I had this girl wear a calorie burner, you know, a calorie burner, and she ended up burning 900 calories. Mm-hmm. With the formula that I created, she ended up burning 900 calories. That's where the boot camp 900 mm-hmm. comes from. Um, if, if you do it correctly, within the hour, you burn 900 calories. Wow. That's why it's called boot camp 900. Okay. Um, and... I, you know, I started with five people, you know, and this was back in 2012. You know, um, we're in 2018. I currently have over 75 members, you know, um, that attend Boot Camp 900 uh, on a daily basis. You know, um, I don't know. I, by the grace of God, you know, God's grace and mercy, I've been able to, to succeed. You know, um, it's it's crazy because that judge that said that to me, you know, I see him at networking events. Mm. You know, I see him um, where I've spoken before. You know, we've been in the same circle where I've where we've had conversations in the same circle. And I've literally been there with a suit on beside him. And he doesn't even know that I was that kid at the age of 17 that wow. he said How does that, that I was feel? a career, career criminal. How does it feel? Yeah. <sighs> it made me pissed off for greatness. You know, uh, you know, straight up, you know, uh, it, it, it mad, you know, excited. But I was I was upset. It was a Debbie Downer, you know, to, to see that somebody, you know, that was that should be an influence, you know, and should be speaking life into individuals that right. come in front of them, you know, uh, didn't speak life into mm-hmm. me. You know, um, he he down talked me and 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 he he it, it was like a. He put a, you know, we say maldición. I don't know how to say it in in, um, in English. Like if he he put like a like a curse. Like it was hex. like a yeah, like yeah. a hex. Like nah, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna succeed. You're you're gonna fail. You know, and, and, and you're gonna be another statistic. You know, no hell no. Like no, I refused to to be another statistic. But you know, I have people right now that currently say, you know, oh my God, you should go to his chamber and you should tell him who you are and what you right. have done. Any temptation to do that? Nope. Nope, he will not. He will not reap the benefits of my success. Mm. Nope, Mm. nope, nope. He Mm. will not. He will see it. He will see it. He will see it, you know, and that is all that he'll see. You know, that he'll Mm. see it. He'll be beside it. He'll feel it. You know, he'll sense it. But never will I ever go up to this man and shake his hand and say thank you. Uh, We have have some uh, responses uh, from from the audience. Buddy Calhoun, uh, he says that I remember uh, t- talking about uh, your experiences. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Ramos, Sarah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. She says um, to ask him about the Mother's Day workout. I believe <laughs> it was the first. Uh, Tell her she needs to get back. Oh, well, there you go. There goes another one. It goes another one. She needs to come back. Yeah, that Mother's Day. Um, I had, like, I guess a group of uh, six girls, mm-hmm. five, six girls. Um, <coughs> Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we took it to F and M College, um, on the field, and uh, yeah, they did good. They did good. Uh, yeah, oh, it was I think bad. Damaris, my yeah. friend Damaris. 
Damati was uh, a part of that. It too. got it got bad really fast. It got bad really <laughs> fast. I had one, you know, I won't mention her name. I had one that came uh, you know, uh she was still uh she was still hung over from from the from the like, Friday oh, night. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? So it's a high intensity workout and you're gonna come hung over yeah. from partying the Ooh. day before. Oh, I'm gonna That's get rough. you. <laughs> I got him, ask her, I got him and you know, it was great. But yeah, she used to she used to attend. She needs to attend <laughs> there again. There you go, Sarah. Oh, she needs to attend. There's another person that I'll invite for free. Uh, we're pulling come. cards today. Yeah, oh, all day. <laughs> all day. Cards. All day. Uh, we have uh we have another uh, response, uh, Shanara Stewart uh, from uh, Reading. Shanara, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, she says, do you think you ever uh, could confront him on a positive note of how powerful words can play out? Or even like an in-your-face type of way. Because imagine how many other young men he exactly. has talked down his nose to, degraded, berated, and right seen there the in the courtroom. And, not the and they've walked. They've left that courtroom carrying that with them. Probably for the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? And may not have turned it around the way that you did. You know, you know, like what you just said right there, maybe for the rest of their lives. Like, if I was weak, mm. you know, if mm -hmm. I had a weak mindset, mm -hmm. I would have literally became a career criminal. Right. You know, uh, if I didn't have a good support system, mm. you know, after I came out, you know, mm. I would have became a career criminal. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Mm. I keep, I keep, yes. You know, um, but but thank God that I ended up getting in trouble just one time. One time. This was, and I haven't been in trouble. It's been 14 years mm. that, that I haven't touched a courtroom mm -hmm. or a cell. You know, 14 years. You know, and to me, that's a big deal. Right. You know, I have a lot of friends... Um, right now, I'll get back. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question. I promise. <laughs> you. I'm gonna answer that question. Um, I have a lot of friends right now that currently, you know, are still doing their thing, you know, on the streets and stuff. And I, and I always try to encourage them, but you know, to to do something different. You know, you know how many hustlers I know that are literally true entrepreneurs mm. mm -hmm. that don't even know it. Right. You know, you can turn that negative into a positive, but they're so used and so comfortable with that lifestyle that they don't want to hear it. You know, um, I have friends that tell me. They want to go back, like to mm -hmm. prison. Mm -hmm. They want to go back because they can't take it no more. They're not. They they can't. They can't succeed. Nobody wants to help them. Wow. You know. Um. And people literally say, "I want to go back because it's a structured life in there. Mm -hmm. You get fed breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You have certain times where you do programs. You do certain times when you go out in the yard. You do. You know. It's it's structured. Mm -hmm. So that's all the structure they know. Oh, okay. You know. So, but to answer that, <sighs> wow. I'm not there right now. And man of God, man of God, God knows um, I've been working on it, praying on it. Um, I'm not there yet. You know, I, I just don't want to give him that benefit of the doubt, you know, mm -hmm. that it was because of him that I succeeded. You know, right. yeah, of course, you know, to a to a little, you know, certain extent, you know, those words, you know, oh, my God, have carried me and, and, and pushed me to be better. But I know for a fact that this guy, you know, that this judge is going to sit there and say, oh, it was because of me. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Look at guys. Look, you mm -hmm. know, look at all, to all my colleagues. Look, guys, you know, this young man, right. I said that he was going to be this, but he right. turned out to be that. Wow. No, it was not like that. You know, and he has a track record to sit in there and putting people down and being so discouraging. So um, as of right now, not not yet. Not okay. yet. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping mm -hmm. that one day, you know, um, 
you know, I, I might come back onto this, you know, onto this show and 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 tell you that I did uh, see that judge and and actually uh, thanked him for that. Well, look, uh, when you're ready. We can set it up, and y'all can do it right on uh, Hip Hop and Politics. Sure, I can definitely yeah, yeah and, invite him. And we can put him on the hot seat and everything sure. like that so that he can he can look at somebody in the eye, mm-hmm. uh, somebody that he put down and, mm-hmm. and, and tried to degrade and everything like that. And then he can he can not only hear your triumph, mm-hmm. but but also see the triumph as well um right. and that's 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 one of the things um about <clears throat> uh, about uh judges that really uh get under my skin is how they judge um and, and it's just like okay the sentencing is one thing but then to have a whole like soapbox moment and a whole soliloquy and everything like that where you're basically talking about this person that you don't, don't really know, know. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. just just like he was saying one time 17 mm-hmm. you know there was there was there was somebody that i talked to the other day um he's he he's 23 years old mm-hmm. just got out last year he was he was high up when he was 17 smoking with his older brothers and everything like that he was high up they went out robbed somebody and he lost 17 years uh, 17 years old 18 years old 19 years old all the way up to 21 he lost that off of one mistake mm-hmm. and his whole life his whole life is affected now. Right. Mm. And and he right. was like, yo, I, I was going to go to school and play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be a psychologist. And this is somebody that's, quote, unquote, a trap boy. You know, and he's mm-hmm. talking about he wanted to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, so that's why I really, you know, though, though the, there may not be truth to it per se, but I like... The persona when people say uh, the the uh, saying when people say there are potentially more PhDs in the penitentiary <laughs> than in the classroom, yep. and 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 I agree. I mean, when I, I, I'm a teacher, so so like when when there are certain students, they're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're not really worried about making no impact or anything like that. They're just going through the motions. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to this be is told. What mommy and mm-hmm. do- daddy are, are paying, paying for, for me. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Versus versus people that have been in certain mm-hmm. situations, people that have at one point in time been oppressed mm-hmm. or are still being oppressed. There's a different mindset. Right. And, and there's a different mentality where mm-hmm. when you you have that mentality where I want to send that elevator back down mm-hmm. because I don't want anybody to be in front of that judge. Mm-hmm. You know, those those students in the classroom won't know about that judge. But, you know, certain people do mm-hmm. and that's that that's really why i like that whole moniker of, about there's potentially mm-hmm. more phds um in the classroom than on uh than in the um penitentiary so um andrew dixon he says uh they use their own judgment instead of going off of the rule of law and they think i i think what they think is they're taking this strategy to that, you know, ignite that fire so that you will turn it around so that you can show shove it in my face, which I think is only a justification. Mm-hmm. But I think even even in the best of intentions, I don't think what they're realizing the collateral damage right. that they're doing is so much greater because not only is it negatively impacting the person that they're speaking to, but this says a lot to 
the court system to the police officers yep. that may or may not have to deal with you later to POs to, yeah. to everybody else to treat you less than a human. Mm-hmm. Right. Christopher Patton was shout out to Chris. Yo, Chris. Um, makes a really valid point here that the support system when you come home is crucial. Mm. It can literally determine which path you choose once you're released. And that is true. That is true because, I mean, <clears throat> uh, last week uh, when we talked to Corey, Corey, Corey said um, one of the first things that, that, that was really going on when, when he got out was the adjustment period mm-hmm. and and how he had to just mm-hmm. adjust to all of the movement that was going on and he mentioned his support system mm-hmm. yeah. now now imagine if if he went back to a situation where they're like ah he's back mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. let's get back to trapping mm-hmm. you, you know like that's going to that's the kind of stuff that, that that causes uh, uh, prisons to have that revolving door, yes. right. you know, um, and 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 I don't know. I'm 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 from the outside looking in, but I don't see a lot of um, a lot of uh, um, I don't. It, it's a R word, and I am um, drawing a blank um, for for prisons recidivism. Uh, <laughs> not recidivism uh it'll come to me i'm sorry but uh but anyway let's um let's go back to uh um back to the audience uh jabron jones uh jabron thank you for listening thank you for watching uh he says at that point they only know you by your actions and the story that was told salute to that man for believing uh in himself more than what others thought of him Mm -hmm. so uh Mm -hmm. let me ask you that um when when you were sitting there um, and, and, and hearing these things, what, one, what made you not internalize that? And then when you got out, what made you kind of turn that on its head and call That was you? my big, right. what was, what was your breakthrough while you were sitting there? While he was saying that? No, while you were doing your oh. time. <laughs> that, with the judge you know, uh, that, I kept repeating that. Like, it was like a repeat. Like, I literally felt like I was in front of this judge every single day. You know, every single day. And then, you know, the lack of having a father figure, you know, Mm. um, that maybe if I would have had a father figure in my life, I probably, most likely, would have never, ever been in that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but I didn't have that, you know, and then with that, with that, and then I had a stepdad that instead of encouraging me, put fear in my heart. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing that when I was there sitting down every day and just moving over my day, you know, as I, as I sat in this, you know, uh, cell, I thought about, you know, I was like, wow, you know, okay, you know, I got, I got a stepdad that, you know, put fear in my heart, you know, verbally abused me, physically abused me. Then I had a judge, you know. <clears throat> that should have encouraged me sat there and called me a career criminal mm-hmm. you know and then but what what made me change what made me you know um break that wall was hearing my mom you know mm. um hearing my mom in the back you know uh crying you know um like when he spoke like it, 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 it like i felt like there were like it felt like like her like her like her like uh like you know like the but in emotions mm-hmm. you know i was like damn you know she, if, if she was feeling that mm-hmm. you know and i felt like i was a disappointment 
you know mm. i was I, I disappointed my mom you know um because i wasn't raised in that you know mm. i wasn't raised in that but to hear my mom you know suffer as this guy sat there and called her son that you know she's like wow you know i was like no nah, there's no way you know i gotta do this you know um and show that i'm not that you know and that my mom you know uh, raised a great young man mm. um but my breakthrough was that you know just constantly hearing that this judge sat there and 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 considered me a career criminal you know um and i kind of refused like hell no i refused to be that you know and to be labeled that and so many kids you know um they get labeled like that you know mm -hmm. and you know I, I really truly believe that there's a gap in the system you know um you know there's like a six-month type you know like the parole the po stuff they only you know they only you're only seeing them six or seven months or a year and then after that year you losing you lose contact you know and maybe mm -hmm just that contact you know was a life changer for that child but mm -hmm. now that he doesn't have that structure you know what is there for him to do and especially if at home he don't got it mm -hmm. you know but he had mm -hmm. it within that po or that parole officer you know um mm -hmm. but i've been there you know and like i said the breakthrough was that that judge you know that judge and hearing that over and over on repeat on repeat i still to this day to this day that's motivation Mm. You know, to that, to this day, that is my motivation. I was going to ask, because sometimes straight up, I listen to the news before going to the gym mm. because I, I get that extra, like, adrenaline mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Getting angry gets mm -hmm. me farther. Mm -hmm. I lift more, all that. Is that something that you take to your workouts? What? What? What the judge said and oh, all of my. that fear that you had. Oh, my. I have everything to lose. Mm -hmm. You know, I have everything to lose. You know, how people say, oh, I don't got nothing to lose. No, I got mm -hmm. everything to lose. You know, I'm a convicted felon. You know, uh, and that's plain and simple. I am a convicted felon. You know, I have five felonies. You know, um, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it's my motivation. It's my it's my daily reminder, you know, of where I come from. To tell you more, check this out. When I came out. Um, I couldn't even get a job. Mm. I was bouncing jobs to jobs. When I killed these interviews, I would kill them. I would get hired on the spot. Two weeks later, my background would come back mm -hmm. fired. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. and that and I, and I went through that process for a lot for a long time. You know, um, and that's one of the reasons why I created my own company. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, which is Bootcamp Mount Hundred. And um, to ta to tell you more about that, you know, I mentor the youth. So you know, my passion lies with those seventeen year olds that perhaps find themselves in the same position mm -hmm. that I found myself. Mm -hmm. You know, at that time. You know, and I also I'm working on it. I sponsor formerly incarcerated individuals with barriers to employment. I get them personal trainer certified, and then I hire them. Wow. Let's, can we talk about why this is important? Yes. Circling back to what we were saying before about the support system. Mm -hmm. Because where they get you, what they're thinking is that all you got to do is avoid little Nikki and Squee mm -hmm. from the block. Mm hmm but really where they get you is on these weird technicalities like this where it's like you need a job. So you're like, OK, I got a job. But then they keep firing me. Mm -hmm. And when we have companies and we have employers that are like, we know we're going to keep you legit so that we can get you out of that system. That that helps to stop perpetuate the system that exactly. really is designed to keep you in it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, it's hard. It's hard. You know, I, 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 you know, when, when that was, when that was happening to me, um, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything, you know, uh, 
I was a part of a Latino empowerment project at the time. Uh, Latino empowerment project who uh, Fran Rodriguez is the one that runs that. And I told my story that at, at, at that, at that, you know, um, at that place. And the CEO of CAP, you know, of Community Action Partnership mm -hmm. was there and he heard me. Check this out. I don't have a job. You know, I don't have a job. I'm a convicted felon. All I'm doing is personal training, trying to get the name out there, you know, push it, you know, to get it to where it's been now. So I tell my story. This guy comes up to me and says to me, I got a job for you. Mm. Wow. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> That's right, what I said. Right. I said, no, you don't. I was like, I do. I got a job for you. I'm like, no, you don't. And he's like, apply. You know, he's like, I want you to meet me at the office, you know, um, and, and we'll talk some more. I met him at the office, kept saying, I got a job for you. Remember the CEO, you know, he, to me, at the, my first impression, this guy's white. So I'm like, oh man, he's a white guy talking about he got a job for me. All right, he wants to be a hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, nah, you don't got a job for me. Trust me, you don't. He's like, I got a job for you. So I ended up applying. I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll apply. So I applied. I ended up getting interviewed. I guess it was like four or five people at the same time. It was a cool laid back interview, but mind you, there was others, you know, that were getting interviewed with degrees, mm -hmm. you know, with college. I don't got college, mm -hmm. you know, um, and whatever. Interview was done. I left weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. This was for uh, uh, it's called a, a navigator, um, which is a fancier word for caseworker. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so I don't got no no caseworking right. experience which they said i did because of what i do in the community you know through the boot camp 900 the outreach mm. you know the mentoring the empowering you know the the relatable to, for you know me being able to relate to those in, in the type of situations in poverty you know um or in tough situations that they can't get out of he was like no you relate perfectly um so long story short i get a call i get a call and i'm like who's this from the job is yours if you want it i said wow what? Say that again. Um, the job is yours. The job that you're interviewed for at CAP as a navigator is yours if you want it. I said, can I call you back? <laughs> I said, can I call you back? I mean, I screamed for joy. I was crying. I just couldn't believe it. You know, um, there was this man that, you know, later on I go to find out he's half Puerto Rican, you know, half white, you know, and he told me his story. Similar story. Wow. Similar story. But if you see this guy, mm -hmm. he's a CEO of a of a company. But same story, just you know, different, you know, just different routes, but same exact story what I've been through. Giving me a chance. Yo, they paid for everything, all my schooling, all my uh, my trainings, you know, uh to get me to where I'm at right now. And I am currently a navigator and i've been all there right. for almost three years mm. all right you know, i've been there for almost three years and they taught me everything they taught me everything and here's the most craziest part my office is right across the street from the house where swap picked me up at no. wow yes yes i'm telling you i remember like if it was yesterday i remember getting knocked on the door you know and i waking up and i you know whatever and my boxers coming downstairs I just, right. as a young buck so i come down and I, I didn't look through the people. I just opened up. I hear like all this commotion. Oh. I opened the door and boom, I'm slammed on the ground. And the last thing I remember is telling my sister, I say, tell mom that I just got locked up. Mm. She never knew what I was doing. Like it was a whole surprise. I kept it from her. She right. never knew. 
you know, so it was all a surprise, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I currently, my office right now is across the street from 369 Howard Avenue where it all started for me. Wow. Where it all started for me. So it's like, it's like a reminder, you know, for me. Okay, look, you want to give up? Look across mm. your street. Look at where I took mm. you out of. Mm. Look at look at where you at now because of that. Purpose. We, we have a uh, response from uh, from Chris Patton. Chris, thanks again for uh, uh, keeping us informed. Uh, Always. He, right? he, he says, uh, when you sit in a cell day in and day out, surrounded by misery and despair and the palpable pain of strangers, and you know that out, and you know that the outside world has written you all off as worthless, and the prison staff treats you like you are worthless. Mm-hmm. You stare into the ether, and you see yourself in the tapestry of life's design, and you make your choice: mm-hmm. crumble in this pit mm-hmm. and never recover, or rise, rise from the fall, work past the hurdles, and most importantly, reach back to help others with that same chasm. That was beautiful. Wow. That That's was beautiful. exactly it. Mm-hmm. Wow. They get me emotional here, man. Wow. No, straight up, yeah. straight up. No, I, I. Wow. Yeah, so, um, so with uh with with boot camp, um, what are some of your most uh, uh favorite aspects, uh, favorite kind of clients, uh, for for your business and uh uh when and where. I mean, everyone is welcome. You know, I like to focus on those that 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 want to lose weight, that that want to have that life changing experience, um, but that are really about it. You know, um, uh, fitness is not part time; um, it's a full time. You know, it, it's a it, 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 it's a lifetime journey. It, it, it's not. You know, I I don't have a magic pill. You know, this is not a, a, a I'm not a quick fix. You know, um, so I, I'm very serious about what I do. I love what I do, and I'm very passionate about it. Um, so I like to like uh, you know, make it contagious to those that I that I come across. Um, so I say people that that want to lose weight, you know, and, and tone up and kind of get back to where they used to be, and also for those that 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 are skinny, you know, uh, cause when I started this, I was skinny. I was like 130, 130 pounds. I oh, weigh wow. one, I weigh 187 pounds right now. Um, so anybody, you know, especially the youth, you know, especially the youth, um, I'd say the age ranging from, you know, 10 to 62, mm. you know, um, anyone can try it out. I actually had a 62 year old who came, um, and tried it out and she was out burping <laughs> the people that wow. I thought that would out burpee her. You know, and she was 62 years old. With her knees and everything. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Straight up, you know. And like I said, everyone is welcome. You know, it's it's a 60-minute bodyweight training program that focuses on muscle confusion. We help build self-esteem, and we encourage every single student by creating an environment Mm -hmm. of hard work and dedication. You know, we turn the I can'ts, the the I won'ts into the I am's, Mm. you know, um, mentalities uh so like again like i said it's 900 calories in an hour you know everything is at your own pace you know we talk about you know diet you know uh what what you should eat what you should not eat you know um it's high intensity with a little bit of low impact conditioning with strengthening um sessions um but everybody's welcome you know uh it's monday wednesday thursday mondays from 6 30 to 7 30 wednesdays from 6 30 to 7 30 thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m uh, the class, the drop-in fee is $10 a class, um, or you can do 13 classes a month for $75. 
um, a month, which is very, very affordable. You know, I actually started this in the southeast side of Lancaster City, uh, being so that because um, the southeast doesn't have no type of health and fitness resource. Mm. Um, so mm. I wanted to be able to provide that. You know, so I, um, that's where I come from, the southeast side of Lancaster City. You know, uh, we're, we're we're called the outsiders. You know, uh, we you know uh, we're like the uh, how is it like we're we're at the bottom of the food chain, which mm. I don't believe we should be. Right. You know, I, I think we bring tremendous flavor to Lancaster County, mm. period, yep. and we should be striving just like Speak every other that. quadrant. Mm. You know, that is. Um, succeeding right now you know we mm. should the, the, by any means we should not be at the bottom of the food chain we should be up there leveled up with each and every other yep. quadrant yep. doing Absolutely. big things you know so that's why you know i provide the health and fitness resource because there is none mm -hmm. i'm literally the only the only person that provides that in that side of town uh we have um two two response um Kara, Kara, thanks for listening. Um, my old uh, Lancaster Catholic buddy, Kara hey. uh, De Jesus. Uh, she says, uh, "Yay, boot camp! Come join us, and you won't regret it." Uh, and then uh, Portia Costello, she says, uh, "Give us some daytime hours, please." Oh man, some daytime hours. <laughs> he well, got some youth to yeah. help. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A man I, of many I, talents. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, right now, currently, we don't have daytime hours uh, because, you know, like I said, I'm a navigator, um, you know, during the day. So from 830 to 4, that's 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 that time frame where I'm actually busy with my full time job. And um, I'll do a morning class. I'll do a, 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 a 6 a.m. boot camp class if, if, if people are willing mm -hmm. to attend, right. you know, mm -hmm. and if. And if 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 child child care is an issue, I, I can get a, a real fast. I can make a phone call and get a child care provider who is willing to watch your child. You know, as you come to uh, boot camp, you know, uh, to work on your life changing experience. No excuse. No oh my God! I, yeah, I have an answer for every single excuse, <laughs> and everybody on that feed right now knows that. So. Yeah, everybody on that feed knows that. So. Um, Going yeah, back. Portia, I'm waiting for you. Uh, <laughs> going back to the work you did in the southeast, and I and I got and I got a question at the end of this, but like I found fitness later in life. I'm talking like 25, but I grew up poor and Latina, mm. and so mm. I got a lot of rice and beans oh, and man, the best, the best, it's the yeah, best. The best. <laughs> but you know, and then my parents kind of grew up not knowing where their meals were gonna come from, mm. so it was just like eat, eat, mm. come here, come here. Yeah. And and I can't, I'm not mad at them at all, but I grew up like with this really unhealthy relationship mm. with sedentaryism mm -hmm. and food mm -hmm. and so it wasn't until i was like 25 that i had to have those mm -hmm. breakthroughs where i'm literally talking to myself in my brain as like i'm going up this mm -hmm. hill and it hurts and i'm like don't you stop mm -hmm. don't you do it don't you stop oh. how are you especially latin latino people that didn't really grow up with those sort of values how are you breaking through that <sighs> Well, <laughs> that's difficult. Mm. That's been very difficult because I myself, you know, was born into eating rice and beans mm. and, you know, eating three or four or five plates. And the plates are And the plates are piled. I can sit there and feed like a, like a football team with my plate. <laughs> literally. I straight up and I'm telling you, in our culture, people. you cannot refuse a plate. No. Nope. <laughs> so it's disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. If you come to my mom's house or to my warehouse house or any of my aunts mm -hmm. and, they, and they say, you want something to eat? 
If you hung, if you ain't hungry, you better believe it. You need okay, yeah, I want it. Because if not, oh yeah, they'll hit you with a chancleta real quick, real quick. But um, that's a tough one. You know, I would uh, right now what I currently tell people, you know, because what's a struggle for many, um, especially the Latino, is 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 eating correctly and eating mm-hmm. healthy. So um, what I just tell them right now, because you can eat rice and beans and you can put healthy seasoning into it. You know, uh, el sofrito. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the adobo. You know, it's the sazon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. the killer. Mm-hmm. You know, and the salt. Yeah. You know, that's the killer. Um, and the oil. You and know, a lot oil. of people use the vegetable oil or the canela oil. Mm-hmm. No, you actually need to use olive oil or the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. You know, those two would be the best. Or no oil at all. You know, um, but... You know, it's the seasoning that us Latinos and, and minorities, period. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The the seasoning that we put in our food, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, if that's mm-hmm. horrible. Yep. I'm telling you. So um, We I bake kinda, an entire hunk of yes, meat so in yes, its own fat. Yes, yes. <laughs> so good. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So I started, I kind of started um, kind of like teaching my mom. You know, right now, I, I kind of, I'm kind of mad that I kind of did that because she don't cook the same. <laughs> oh, right. I, I love her food, right. but she don't cook the same. Right. Now she cooks rice and beans, healthy With coconut oil. Yeah, so it's got a little hint of coconut. Instead of frying the food, frying the chuleta, frying the pork chop, she's baking it. <laughs> or you know, bro, you know. Uh, Putting it in water. I'm like, oh, man, this is great, mom. Thanks. I tried to bake radis and paradillas. Yeah, yeah, you yeah like no, them. no. You know? <laughs> but no. to be honest, for, uh, for for the Latino, you know, what I would, what my advice for, for any Latino who is, um, que está escuchando, you know, I would I would sit there and say to, to just, uh, just portion your meals. You know what I mean? It, I get it. You know, you might not be able to get away from that rice and beans or, you know, <laughs> from literally eating rice and beans for breakfast because <laughs> I've done it. I've mm-hmm. eaten rice and beans for breakfast. Yeah. You know, um. Portion control. Yeah. It's all about portion yeah. control, you know, and, and, and minimizing the salt and, and, and minimizing those seasonings um, but that you shouldn't be. But that's the good be. news. To me, that was the good news because I was, I was 180 pounds. I'm mm. 4'11". And that when I figured out that it was portion control, that meant that I could still have yes. the rice and yes. beans. Just yes. not the big no. overflowing Yes, plate. not four What's or five plates. You? Yeah. you don't need all yeah. that. And yeah. the same like, I can have a piece of cake, but have a smaller dinner, yes. have a smaller. And so the portion control helps you realize that you're not denying yourself. No. You're eating like a normal person. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, but, you know, and, and to our abuelas and grandfathers and our you know grandparents, what they say, yeah. you're skinny. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Uh-huh. You're not eating. Let me feed you. I'm like, yep. no, I'm eating. But my abuela, yeah. the uh, right now, <laughs> I'm too flaca, but when I get overweight, you fat. <laughs> but no, no, yeah, it's it's literally portion control, man. It, it's really portion control and not eating past seven thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, don't eat past seven thirty. And at least, you know, um, if you're, you know, if you want to, if you're not structured right now, here I'll give you a, a little a little clue to be structured. Eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, and eat something, a healthy snack in between, you know, some almonds uh, or a cup of fruit, you know, and just watch that because there's a lot of sugar into that. Um, But if you sit there and be able to eat, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner, then you should be fine, you know, um, and stay away from the liquid diets in the sense of like, don't, don't, don't underestimate, you know, eating is better than you sitting there, you know, uh, substituting it. For uh, a herbal life shake, you know. I was right. just about to ask yeah. you about that. Nah, what is, let's nah. talk on this. Yeah, what, what is what your you thoughts on? Nah, we no. Nah. I, I <laughs> highly do not recommend that. You know mm-hmm. why? Because um, these shakes, yeah, they get you there. You know, they 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 take you to your goals. But once you're off these shakes, right. 
you're gaining triple, quadruple the weight that you lost. Them pounds are wow. back. Yes, like they they're left back some. like they left some. If you're not consistent, you know, if if if, if you want to do that, you got to be consistent with it. You know, like get you get okay. Let's say you're 200 pounds. You want to lose 50 pounds. You want to be 150. Okay, you got to 150. You know, Herbal Ober Ober Life helped you. That's fine. Step away from that, but continue your lifestyle by doing the the, the necessary things correctly, you know, to maintain that goal weight. Because if you don't, you're going to gain it back and you're going to end up being 300 pounds. And the you problem know, is those programs don't teach yes, you that. Yes, no. That, man, them programs, look, let me tell you something. Bootcamp 900 is the real deal. It's real people fighting for real life-changing goals. You know, these 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 videos of, 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 of P90X, you know, nothing against mm-hmm. them, but they put... They put paid actors, you know, that with abs and, and and females that look amazing. You know, yeah. how is that motivation, you know, to those yeah, to those that 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 are not at that level, mm-hmm. you know, but want to be at that level? How is that motivation? That's not motivation because they don't see them and that person mm. that they're trying to get motivation from. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's why I say bootcamp my hundred is different. You know, we bring a different feel to the table uh, because it's real people. You know, fighting for real life changing, you know, goals. Um, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we um Yo, we you have, have to you have to eat. Yeah. We have a um we have another response uh from uh brother Jamar Johnson uh with uh sit down with the Johnsons. Thank you for listening, thank you for watching. Uh he says, So what about smoothies? Uh so I'm uh, I'm assuming he wants to know uh should um smoothies be um a part of your diet? Sure. Sure. Um, but it, it depends what type of smoothie. Um, how I do it, you know, I, I drink, uh, I eat seven meals a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I eat seven meals a day and I drink, uh, I drink uh, two protein shakes uh, with those seven meals. So it's, oh, it's probably, it's, it's, it's normally, it ranges from 3,500 calories to 2,100 calories Dude! a day. You know, that's, yeah, that's what my intake is. But smoothies. But you're working that. Yeah, I'm extremely active. Yeah, yeah, I'm always active and, you know, uh, to, to maintain that remember my metabolism is like a baby's mm. so i have to you know i lose weight fast so i have to maintain mm. my weight so it's mm-hmm. totally different yeah. um but smoothies are okay smoothies are okay um as long as you're not you know substituting meals for these uh smoothies you know um i'd say maybe two smoothies you know a day you know and and and, and, and at least uh, uh two scoops of protein in these smoothies you know, and, and be intentional with them. You know, be intentional. Don't, don't just put anything and everything in it. You know, be intentional uh, with, with with your smoothies and be specific with the type of fruit that you add uh, to these um, these smoothies because fruits, you know, they have benefits um, to why uh, they were created um, and, and to be used. So no, no, you're good. Uh, smoothies are great. You know, but I I, I won't go past uh, three smoothies a day. How about um? How about this is like a personal question. This is just for myself. <laughs> Since I have you here, um, how about people that that can't put on weight? Uh, how can they put on weight? Oh man, that's my specialty. That's why you know that's that's me. Um, you have to eat more, high in protein. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I hate to say the word diet because a uh, diet is temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, healthy mm-hmm. healthy eating is forever. You know, so I really believe that and I always preach that, you know, um, but sometimes it's needed. So um, I'd say to go on a high protein diet, mm-hmm. you know, uh, make sure your uh, your protein levels is high, you know, and depending on your body type and the weight, you know, and your height, you know, then that that, that, that all looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, eat more, 
you know, eat more. And to be honest, I, I, I might go out on a limb by saying this. It's okay to eat a little bit dirty. When I say eat dirty, cheesesteaks, mm. cheeseburgers, okay. pizza, you know, uh, because that is the food that's going to gain, that's going to help you gain weight. Those are carbs. Okay. You know, pasta. You know, Shit. I don't recommend it for everybody. You know, mm. I get a lot of criticism. Oh, but why do you eat a cheesesteak? You know, and I got to eat a chicken breast. Me and you are on two different levels. But if you help me, <laughs> yeah, if you help me, if you, if you let me help you, I can get you to that level and you can be better than me. Right. You know, mm. because that's my goal. Like, I, I always want people to be better than me. People always say, oh, I want to be like you. I want to look like you. No, I want you to be better than me. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to surpass me. I want you to be better than me. So that's what I try to teach, that type of mentality. Um, but you got to eat more. So it's okay, you know, if you're a skinny mini to eat. All you can eat, and you can mm. eat past seven thirty. You can eat pa- ice cream, pizza. You know, no, I'm serious. You know, I, I'm serious. You know, people are like, oh, you know, that's like real controversial, man. No, mm. eat, eat what you got to eat. You know, but be, but manage it the correct way. You know, o- also exercise because you don't want to eat and be a, a, and be a couch potato, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because you're gonna gain it in all the wrong places. Mm. You know, so I'd say eat, but work out. You know, working out plays a major role in you gaining weight you know um that that that's definitely a must so if you're going to eat like that make sure that you work out all right. mm. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to uh, Hip Hop and Politics with our uh, special guest, Mr. Boot Camp 900 himself, Luis Miranda. Uh, we have about um, five minutes or so left. Uh, this went by very fast. Oh, I cannot yeah, believe it that it's it's already over. But um, but yeah, um, uh, I know that um, um, some of our some of our uh, guests that uh, well, some of our um, watchers that didn't. Um, um, ask a question on the live uh they they text me um some some questions um so i'm just for time's sake uh i'm i'm just going to ask uh one um with with boot camp 900 uh where do you see it going next and where do you want to take it shoot good question <laughs> right oh man you hitting my man you hitting the heart, hitting the heart. <laughs> it's my baby well, like I said, is um, you know I I, I see it um, helping uh, you know I see it helping formerly incarcerated individuals mm. with barriers to employment. You know um, I won't say too much on it. You know I, I like to keep those things to myself. You know when it happens, then you know you'll see it. Um, I want to be able to provide uh, health and fitness resources um, to low income communities. You know, uh, for those uh, disenfranchised individuals who can't afford to go to an LA Fitness, mm. to go to a Planet mm-hmm. Fitness, to go to a Gold's Gym, to go to a Universal, um, I'm very affordable. Um, you know, I, I want to make it accessible uh, for those. You know, even though I say that everyone is welcome, you know, um, I specifically encourage those that live in low income communities to come to Boot Camp 900. You're going to get exactly what others, you know, provide. For a low cost, mm. for a low cost, I don't do it for the money. I've never chased the money. I've chased a vision all my my life, you know, and that's how it's gonna be. Um, being so that it was my saving grace, and I know that um, what I am providing could be someone else's hope and someone's uh, saving grace. But I actually see it in in different cities, you know, in different cities, but specifically mm-hmm. in low income communities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not you know not just any you know suburb. No, in low income communities providing mentorship and like i said sponsorship for those you know um individuals who have barriers to employment and just being a a, a, an empowerment um for low-income communities that don't have health and fitness resources 
within their city. I would all, because you know what, something else that I just thought about as to why something like this is important, because I, I mean, I was not an athletically inclined mm-hmm. child. I was all about the arts and I couldn't, I couldn't throw a ball. I couldn't do anything. But if I had something like that in my community, because the way it is now is that these low-income communities are just, you know, plucking ground for whomever, to, for the next baseball player, the football mm-hmm. player. They're mm-hmm. not looking for mm-hmm. the girl that just wants to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you, you, if you're not athletically inclined mm-hmm. as a poor person, mm-hmm. then you don't get mm-hmm. any health mm-hmm. and, and fitness benefits. Um, how can I, you know, without <laughs> without getting in trouble, um, you know, with what I'm going to say, um, I was in, you know, I was in the Southeast for four years. I was in the Southeast for four years. I still provide health and fitness resources for the Southeast. Um, but I had to move. I had to move. You know, let's let's uh, let's, let's 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 do some real talk right now. Mm-hmm. I had to move. I had to move to Borderline City, uh, Manheim Township. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to move. Um What's a shame is that, you know, um, there's other, there are other uh, organizations uh, within the Southeast uh, that, that didn't support it, mm-hmm. you know, um, that didn't support it, even though I, I wasn't stepping on nobody else's toes. Mm-hmm. You know, I was strictly focusing on health and fitness resources for the Southeast. Um, I, I really felt that I didn't have an encouragement, you know, um, to keep it there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I should have kept it there, but, you know, my own people, you know, I, like, you know, uh, they take it for granted. Yep. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know, we, we talked about we it last it, week. You know, um, mm-hmm. they take it for granted, you know, and, and, it, and it shouldn't. You know, you have something. You know, they would prefer to buy Jordans. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, which 300 bucks or, they, you know, those that say $5 was too expensive are at Starbucks every day wasting right. $20. Right. Or going to the club or buying a case of beer that costs $35 every Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, you know, I, I kind of. I, it was it was it was discouraging at times, you know, to see that that where I provided such a such a crucial uh, thing that was needed, you know, people took it for granted, mm. and um and I and I really truly believe that fitness, health, and wellness should not be taken for granted. Mm. It should mm-hmm. be incorporated into your life, regardless of what you're doing, um and even if it's at a low cost, you know, um so I ended up moving it, you know, um that doesn't mean that you know i've left where i've come from i was born raised and educated in that area you know mccaskey grad all that you know um but i had to i had to move it forward because i wanted i want bootcamp 100 to succeed you know and and i and i wanted to 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 provide uh what i've always wanted it to provide and 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 be that safe haven for those that that need it um but but saying that, I want to go back to the southeast. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go back to that southeast, and 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 I want people to to support it. You know, um, I ain't a sellout. You know, because I've gotten that. Mm-hmm. I'm a sellout. That's you know, I'm a sellout. You know, now you hang out with suits. You know, uh, now now you know you think you're all that. No, man, I'm just trying to make it. You know, You're trying to evolve. Yeah, right. you know, I'm just trying to make it and, and, and be a positive impact. Right. You know, and show that people from low income communities right. can be somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that we don't got to be stuck in that statistic into those cracks. Right. Um, but but I love my southeast, man. I love my southeast, and like I said, um, we deserve to thrive. We deserve to thrive by any means necessary. Amen. And um, if it's the last thing I do, I will make that happen. 
Amen. Oh. All right. Mm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to leave it right there. Um, again, uh, this has been another featured broadcast of Hip Hop and Politics. <laughs> um, uh, TCP Network is is growing like always. Uh, don't forget to check out our shows every Saturday, every Sunday. A Saturday show is coming, which is which is great. Uh, every Sunday, uh, we begin with. The squad of Say Less at 3 p.m. And then followed up after them are the ladies of Raw Royalty who are doing numbers. Double May I add that? And um, the hashtag TCP War is not over yet. I didn't have any jokes because this interview was pretty serious. But there will be jokes in between shows between now and their show. So, um, also, we have Sit Down with the Johnsons. Oh, they are coming into their own. I am really enjoying that. Um, that is that is for our uh, uh, coupled um, uh, listeners, uh, the Can people that are, uh, you know, up. booed up. There we go. <laughs> say something before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you ever find yourself, right, you know, under any type of circumstance, right, that you think that you can't get out of, um, always know that there's always a way out, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, and I speak to those, uh, to the adults, to the women and children, you know, especially to the teenagers. Um, if you feel as though that, you know, you, you, you don't have, you have that lack of motivation, you know, you don't have a support system, you could always, uh, you know, confine in me or, or confine, I'm pretty sure, in anyone in this room right now, um, uh, to help you out without, you know, throughout your journey, you know, but just always remember that there's always a way out and you do not by any means have to be uh, what they tell you or, or try to instill in you um, that you are, you know, you're great, you're you're, you're going to be somebody, uh, you're ambitious, you know, you got a big heart, you know, um, always remember that, you know, and, and, and take and take Bootcamp 900 as an example, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can always you know, push forward and turn a negative into a positive. So just stay focused, continue to move forward, and never give up. And I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boom, get active, get involved. Peace. One of the realest, I grew up with killers. Ain't trying to brag, just a part of my past. I highly be glad to see another black grad instead of out on his ass. I'm laying on the streets, breathing his last breath. The past went, now I'm moving on to better things. The letter ring that never changed. One of your biggest mistakes. Prayed, apprehended my fate. But it's niggas still dying over minutes of stakes. I've been in the face of rats that are aim with your back. The minute you lack, cause you possess everything that they lack. Been in my last, I know the feeling, I know the villains, the heroes. But don't nobody kill though, unless you're worth a kilo. Young, but I feel old, ain't dumb, I just fear growth. Hard headed like the racist motherfucker under the soul. On my steel toes, I milk gold. These everlasting chapters in the rafters Reflecting on my future Progressions from my past And never looking back Floating like classes Evasion of the war Going over myself Cordial to wealth Cause money talk where I'm from All the demons of my life Has got to part me from them Used to steal from departments And run Traumas like a marksman for fun They talk to the young Trying to learn from mistakes It's money I chase So catching the case Just so happened the place To be another guard of my race For all of our sakes Portion the cake Salvage the crumbs Cause I know that it's more than a state Destroying the fake With every single word that I speak the port in the fleet. If you got a problem to speak, mining through the dark, just providing the heat. 
Hard times don't last forever, neither do the good Now we living better, made our way about the hood Never looking back, my nigga is you coming? Being broke told me how to make nothing out of something Gotta stay focused, look where we at Don't know where I'm going, but ain't never looking back, back. Intelligent young nigga that made it out the track, track. Shout out my nigga Cap